So while we're on vacation, here's another Murphy, Sam, and Jody flashback podcast for you. We'll be back in person on January the 9th. So enjoy some of our favorite moments from the last few months. Murphy, this is right up your alley, and it's up your alley. If you are a busy person with a lot to do at work, and you're heading into work, and you feel like you're always chasing your tail, like you're always putting out fires, as Murphy says, instead of actually getting stuff done, you're just reacting. Yeah. I want to know if you know this already, Murph. What? I'm willing to bet. We should have bet money, Sam, that he knows this already. The four pillar. The four pillars of productivity. You know them, don't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know that I know all of them. I could take a guess. Okay. And just for clarity, when you say four pillars, you don't mean the kind we sleep with, right? (laughs) Hey, that's my joke. I'm sorry. That is Sam's joke. (laughs) And we know you sleep with six pillars. (laughs) (laughs) He he makes himself a big Um, moat. So I'm going to just take random guesses. I don't know how specific they would be here. Planning. Is that too broad to say? Um, No. The first one is prioritize well, see, which is the same thing as planning well yeah you, well you can't prioritize until you know what it is that you're going to prioritize right so yeah to me it would be like planning prioritizing <laughs> plotting which would be scheduling and then the <laughs> last one that doesn't start with a p would be you know making sure that you actually did what you said you were going to mm, do none P- of those are in P- this follow list. through none of those are in this list exactly but they probably do fall into that bucket okay. if you will so there is this productivity coach and he has studied the most successful people in the world and he came up with, with this list based on how they get everything done how they maximize and how they're so successful yeah. how they run their days and i think that's super interesting he studied a bunch of people and said here's what i came up with mm-hmm. okay otherwise i wouldn't be doing this i'd be like Ugh. so number one he says is prioritize learn to when you start your day what can be pushed and what has to be done you know so to Mm -hmm. me that's kind of like planning that makes sense i feel like that comes to me in my brain naturally Mm -hmm. but where that gets tricky for a lot of people including me is when the list is really long too long everything seems like it's screaming at you at once do me now do me that's what he says about prioritizing you need to know what has to be done by the end of the day and what doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. and that's where you fold the paper in half just do the top part (laughs) next (laughs) um the next one really speaks to me and you guys will know as soon as i say it peak hours work when you are at your best. Oh, totally. Yeah. I've heard you know that me. Too. Yeah. I'm about energy, and there's a certain time of day where I'm good, and there's a certain time of day where I face plant. And please yeah. don't ask me to do stuff at that time of it's the day. It's very smart to know that, too, because right. I, I'm guilty of plowing through. And you know no what? matter what, I make things worse by mm. keeping on going. Oh, because you're not clear headed, you know? Okay. We'll get, you want to get to the next two? Yeah. Do yeah. some more. I plan on it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys going to make the pillars joke again? No. Let's start with no. this. Four pillars mm. of productivity. I love this. You guys sort of guessed them. Number one. I being, didn't guess anything. That's Murphy. I know. I'm sorry. I was going to throw you a bone there, but okay, Sam. Prioritize, meaning you start your day, know what has to be done before the end of the day, and you know that's prioritize. Number two, the one that really speaks to me, work during your most productive times. Know your energy, and that's when you schedule your work. And when you feel like you need a nap or you're about to face plant, don't schedule your most important meeting. I think that's no duh. But this man who studied all these really super successful people said this is how they do it. So I'm dying to know three and four. Do you want to take a guess, a stab at it? I mean, I, I was okay with the guessing last time. I don't know. Okay, number I really three. Don't know. I love this. Concentration. Meaning. Wait, what? <laughs> um, make sure that you 
schedule some time in your day that you can be free of distraction where you can concentrate. If that means putting turning your phone off, mm-hmm. shutting your office door, that's a big one for Murphy. So do you know one feature of Microsoft Outlook now is it will let you schedule your... Um, Focus time is what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a second to remember. <laughs> focus. Yeah, focus time Maybe is what they call it. you need to hit that button more often. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And so it blocks out part of your day. Now, you, of course, can move it wherever you want to, yeah. but it sticks it in a place where it believes would be best for your focus time. Yeah. Cool, huh? I so like what that. What is yours? Well, I mean, it's random. It oh, chooses okay. at different times. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, number four. This is the biggest one. This is a big one that you don't think of when you think of productive people. It's rest. Oh, yeah. Make sure you allow yourself to to give your brain a break. If you expect to be good at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you need to have had a little bit of a break. Yeah. A little break or a lunch. The most productive people can't concentrate for eight hours straight. Yeah. Well, that's why some people do what they call the Pomodoro technique. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah. You know where I've heard of it? Beer. Yeah, well, isn't that a pasta sauce? No, what you, but what you do is you schedule your day out where you've got built-in breaks. You, wow. you work for 30, you break for 10. You work for 30, you break for 10 or 15 or, or whatever it right. is. Right, it doesn't and, have to be. And you be. can sustain, yeah, a lot a lot better than trying to plow right through. It can be going for a walk, mm-hmm. just changing your scenery. So that's it, guys. Four pillars. Prioritize peak productivity hours, concentration, and rest. Got that awesome reel you posted on Instagram, Jody, about Which the eyebrows. One? Oh, yeah, how important eyebrows are. Yeah. To your expression. Because people are shaving them off now. To your face. it They frame your face. They frame your eyes, at least. Yeah. Eyebrows. Yeah. There's a trend in beauty of, of women shaving their eyebrows. Shaving them off completely or covering them up with, like, foundation and powder. It's, yeah. It's I mean, trend. I guess if that's what you want to look like. Totally. But I haven't seen anybody do that. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you know of. I mean, I know people, like, your eyebrows are very faint, and so you like to color yours in, right? I have I have to pencil them Although, a little bit. Years yeah. ago, I was told, they frame your face, pencil them in. Yeah. I think you look great they, without makeup, though, too, you know that? I know. You, yeah, I know. She Thanks. doesn't believe me when I say no, that. No, no, no. I don't hate myself without makeup. I just look like a vampire. You look so different when you don't color them in. Right. I mean, I've seen you in the morning without them colored in. And yeah. It, it, your Does face it freak you out? Look, I wa- it washes At first me out. it did because it's, yeah, it's like because you don't see them. You're washed out. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's a trend in beauty. We posted the video. What did you like about the video so much? Just funny? It was just funny. <laughs> Murphy. Yeah, Murphy was. <laughs> okay. It's on our Facebook page. Some comments. Um, Jennifer says, I've known people to shave them off and pencil them on for some reason. Agreed. Can I throw out a beauty hack about yeah. penciling eyebrows in? Do not do the long I'm going to pretend with a Sharpie. Do not do the long line. When you pencil an eyebrow in, I've seen someone do this. The correct way is you just do little flecks, like little. Like hair. Little, like, right. Little lines. One, two, three, four, all the way, you know, left to right. I'm sorry. I got a picture now. <laughs> Somebody drawing long lines for eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it marks a lot. You can kind of see it. And yeah. then if you don't get it exactly on both eyes. Yeah. It's an important part of beauty that a lot of people get wrong. Right. So, you know, if you don't know how to do your eyebrows, go to a beauty counter and get some help. Well, I'd say. so what she was saying about shaving and then coloring them back in, maybe it's just because somebody doesn't like their natural color. It's true. Or the you natural never color know. is not dark or whatever. Yeah. Melissa says, my mom shaved her eyebrows off as a kid by accident and they barely grew back. She's Ooh. 74 with almost no eyebrows. 
They also have Bless the eyebrow ink, too, the tattoos. You need the permanent eyebrows. Yes, but you, oh. boy, they better be right. And there was also a trend in the 90s of combing them straight up. Yes. The big eyebrows I look. I mean, Ooh. sometimes they look good what? combed mm. up. I missed that one. <laughs> you didn't notice it. We know this time of year gets really busy, so if you need an escape or uh, you want to catch up on something you might have missed, the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast is a free and easy way to do that. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I have more um, comments to get to. One is for you, Sam, and the other for you, Murphy, really for all of us, but I say this is for you, Sam, because you're the food dude from Shelby. Hey, on the show this week, you were talking about the Lay's deep deep dish pizza chips. Yes. You you dropped that on us, right? Yeah, it's. I think it was one that came out a few years ago, but they brought they've brought it back, and next month I believe it comes out. She says I saw them today at Sam's Club. <gasps> oh, they're already out. Saw them at Sam's Club. Merry Christmas! I can't wait to try them. Is what she said. <laughs> yeah, yes. me too. Yeah, I haven't seen. No, them. I don't have a Sam's if membership. I see them, Hopefully, I will. Walmart has them. I think they will yeah. eventually. It'll trickle down. Yeah. Okay, and this is for all of us, but really Murphy. Murphy, who is our type one diabetic, and we've been talking about that lately. We even did a full podcast on you. You know, being the most misunderstood, probably one of the most misunderstood conditions. It's not the same as type two. Most people have type two diabetes. Right. You have type one, and what? How? What does? What is the percentage? Four, five percent, something like that. Maybe six percent of diabetics. diabetics. Of diabetics, yes. Type one, like you, I'm insulin dependent. So Jennifer, don't know if this is an appropriate place. For this, meaning sending it to our Facebook page, but I'm going to see. I hear you guys talking about T1D, and it hits my heart hard. I have two children who are type 1 diabetics. Wow. Yeah, it is quite a struggle. Plus, I lost my dad in 2018 to complications of T1D. He was only 66, too young in my book. Agreed, Jennifer. I worry daily about what my children's lives will look like after they've had this disease for 50 or more years. It truly takes a toll on the body. I also 100% agree that this is this disease is the most misunderstood. I pray daily for cure or prevention. Thank you. So thank wow. you, Jennifer, yeah, for that. We appreciate you sharing that. Look, you know, the technology <laughs> does continue to get better in the research, and so you, you definitely can maintain much tighter control than, say, 30 years ago. Correct. That's really rare, though, Jennifer, that, you know, both of your children and your dad have type mm-hmm. 1 diabetes. I don't know that I've heard of, you know, within one generation mm-hmm. it that much. occurring that frequently. Yeah, right. exactly. Reach out to us anytime on Facebook or Instagram. I had one of these really fun moments with uh, Taylor, our oldest, the other day. She comes to me. She's so hopeful. She needs advice. And what I had to say shut her down immediately. I thought <laughs> she was going to turn around and walk out. of the- Well, she probably went straight to you. I don't know. <laughs> What? When I was making the Brussels sprouts, anyway, yeah. so it, was, it was a lot going on. Oh, is on. this when you melted the plastic thing in the in the oven? Yeah. So you were already starting out with a credible conversation. Hey, <laughs> making mistakes doesn't mean I'm not credible on I, certain I things. Know. What, she so what walks, did you tell I'm her? in the kitchen. I'm busy. But she walks in, and you know she's hopeful. You can tell there's something really heavy. Mom, do you have a resume? And she's walking toward me like. No, I've had the same job for 25 years. (laughs) I don't have a resume. I've been with your dad and Mr. Sam for 20-something years. None of us have resumes. (laughs) I said, I couldn't even tell you what a resume is supposed to look like. I said, but Google some modern ones if you need. She is looking to put together a resume, and she's very concerned about it because it's for this, um, like, um, it's not like an internship that she wants, but like this lab work. What do you call it? Yeah, you're like, so it's a A lab assistant? 
Yes, an assistant to somebody who's working on their PhD. Ah, okay. Right. And, yeah, because she wants yeah. to go to grad school and she wants to start doing some of this work in psychology. And she's had, she has an interview That's this smart. week. And so, and then enter Phoebe. And so, I, I mean, she really didn't just walk away from me. It was just funny that my answer was so, nope, I don't have a resume. Next. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't. Um, the last resume I had. I handed to Murphy 20-something years ago. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the one on a dig up and give to Taylor. <laughs> you want to see your mom's resume? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what is even different now? I mean, I'm, is, I'm hoping they're is more Is it even sim- on a paper anymore? I'm hope- no, they're electronic, and I hope they're more simplified. But what I ended up telling her, and Phoebe came in, and she was like, yeah, yes, agreed. It's not as much about the resume. Yes, you can put something down you know, for them to go back and read, but it's about the interview. Yeah. It's about you yes. sitting down and saying... I'm interested in this field of work. I'm curious about it. She was worried about not having any experience. I'm like, no, no, this is your experience in this work. You've been in college getting the coursework done. Now it's time for you to go into like this lab work. And so that's, I hope, I I feel like I did help her because afterwards she was like, you're right. I'm going to work on my you know what i'm gonna say instead that's, of what's down that's perfect advice so <laughs> see it really doesn't matter that you burn the brussels sprouts now <laughs> you guys know how i don't like really like ice i certainly don't like to touch ice you mean diamonds well so like <laughs> no, it, ice. when i'm bringing jody water at night which she makes me do every night sam what are you i'm saying? not just kidding once in a while <laughs> you're crawling into bed uh, my water Actually, to be honest with you, I actually love doing those kinds of things. You know that? I know that you I do. I love to plug in your Kindle for you, turn out your light, you know. Anyway, um, very she, she doesn't like Got him ice. trained pretty well. <laughs> she doesn't like ice in, in, in drinks. So like our bottled water, right? You prefer it at room temperature, I not do. from the fridge. Is it a yeah. tooth thing? I don't know if it's a tooth thing, like, but, you know, the whole stick your hand in ice or put ice on a... Uh, Injury, it's like that's horrible. I'd rather feel the injury than put mm. ice on it. I think some oh. people, well, most people, don't like the right constant it's, exposure. To it's it, horrible. Yeah. Well, do you see this Harry Styles thing that went around last week on social media? Oh, Harry! No, I didn't. Harry Styles posted a picture of himself. You got to follow him to see it. Um, taking a in, taking a bath, but he's in a he's in a big tub full of ice water, and he posted it on Instagram. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always known of, about it because of athletes. Athletes use ice baths. Oh, yeah. And I've actually taken an ice bath. As much, much as I hate it, once in my life I took one. Do you remember this, Murphy? You were there. You weren't bringing me water, but. <laughs> yeah, I think I do. I don't remember what the health benefits are supposed to be. Why would well, you we'll take get, one? We'll get to that. But um, it was when I was running a lot. Oh, and I was yeah. training for the half marathon yeah, I don't thing. I think you were in it for very long. I was, whole, I was really... Um, it was the longest run I'd ever done, and I was hurting. I was sore. Yeah. And my friend, who's a personal trainer, she's like, you can take an ice bath, and you'll feel immediately better. Mm-hmm. Like, you won't feel sore tomorrow if you take an ice bath. And That's I was like, because what? you experience a different kind of pain altogether. <laughs> but wait, the thing about it is, if you're interested in this, because Harry posted it, it's a great way to reduce inflammation, speed up metabolism, achieve mental clarity, and reduce stress. Yeah. He posted that with his bathtub picture. But the thing is, you can't fill up a tub with ice water and then expect to get in it. My friend, her name is Dawn, she's like, you get in a tub of cool water, and then you slowly, you have an ice bucket, and you slowly add ice. Yeah. So if you want to do it for oh, those... Oh, you've never seen the football players, have you? Well, they're tougher. They jump right in that sucker. Well, that, that That's tough. Yeah. Ladies, as we get started today, I'm here to help you clean out your closet. Yay! 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not you, I'm too Sam. excited there, Sam. Don't you clean out your closet like every six months like uh, a good boy? Yes, I do. Good for you. Yeah. I don't. And run over to Goodwill and hand it all over. I straighten my closet and rearrange, but I don't get rid of as much stuff. Because if I love something and it's a classic, I keep it. Mm-hmm. So stylists are saying, here's what's going to be out in early 2023. And you can get rid of these things. like In other words, fashion trends. Out of yeah. style. I'm also of this. I'm going to go ahead and counteract it and say this. If you love it, wear it. It doesn't matter. That's my favorite thing about fashion. Have your own style. Fashion you can buy. Style you cannot. Whoa. It's yeah, true. Write true. that down. Well, I mean, that's an old. That's not new. Oh. I, that's not original to me. Oh. I read it somewhere. It's probably Coco Chanel. It's profound. But it's true. Fashion you can buy. Style you cannot. Yeah. Um, so be careful what you throw away because of trends. Uh, for instance, oversized sunglasses have had a big moment. Mm-hmm. I love them. Um, I have some oversized sunglasses that I bought this year that yeah, I can't mm-hmm. even find a case to put them in. None of my, they don't fit in any of my cases. Um, apparently they're out and small rectangular so- styles are coming back in. Really? So what? Who cares? I haven't seen that yet. I know you said women. it's 2023. This is women. Well, though. I know. I look at women. And I haven't seen tiny. Okay, I'm sorry. So the small rectangular ones like Joe Burrow wears? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're right. I was just wondering. Maybe he that's, brought that's, that in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, something else. Slim fit blazers have been in. They're going to be replaced by oversized blazers. Again, wear what you like. Yeah. Wear what looks good on your body. That's the thing about being a woman. I don't know if this is true about being a man with fashion and style. But it has taken me my whole life being in this body to understand what I can wear and what I can't wear. I can walk into a store now and go, I can rock that. That won't look so good on me. Yeah. And I know that because I've been in this body my whole life. Yeah. It takes you a long time to learn it's, those things. It's for, for guys, it's just like the fits. You got the athletic, you got the slim, you got the standard, sure. the regular, the and you need relaxed. To know. And so you got to know which one looks right on your body. And feels right yeah. on your body. Feel is very important. Although I think for guys, a lot of it can be much more out than with women. Oh, They're just like, get like, away with being like out of style. Sweaters, certain sweaters you could not get away with wearing today, is because it's not nineteen eighty five. I got rid of whenever I, we got married. <laughs> oh, we had a ton of those. That sweetie. was part of the I do's. Hey, I liked mauve. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider, powered by Indeed. Couldn't make this stuff up if I tried. Um, there's a Barney the Dinosaur docu series coming mm-hmm. to the Peacock Network. <laughs> Sam, I just want you to just get this out of your system now. The name of it is I Love You, You Hate Me. <laughs> it just exploded nationwide. It was a cultural phenomenon. What color is happier than purple? No color. This is Barney, and this is what he sounded like. Barney stands for inclusion, acceptance. You should love everyone. We all have Cheryl Leach to thank for that. As her love character was heading into the stratosphere, People couldn't accept that this was just a show. And, and so, All right, so this is about begin. why, it's, why there was such a dark side. Why weird, people loved it? to hate yeah. on Barney. Yeah. Why we love to hate on Barney. So there's a dark side of this docuseries. Oh, and there's I think like it's death threats and all kinds of stuff in horrible this Horrible stuff. Like, don't watch this with your kids. Oh, little really? Kids. That bad? I wouldn't think so. I now, mean, if you were a kid and you grew up on Barney and you loved Barney and you well, didn't understand the hate, maybe this is for you. Wasn't there some legendary sporting event where <laughs> yes. a fake Barney was out on the field? <laughs> and he got beaten up. The, the mascot beat him up. Yeah. Anyway, it's a docu series. 
Um, Do kids Bill, today even know who Barney is? I don't think so. Yeah. But now they will if they know mm. about this. It's an interesting story and look into why we like to hate on things. It was, yeah. like, it was like he was a little bit too happy. You can still um, buy Barney the Dinosaur doll, so it's got to be. You know uh, what I mean? Where? Still, I don't know. <laughs> Estate sales? <laughs> We were mentioning cleaning out your closet earlier and helping you do that with what what stylists say will be out in 2023. This is women's fashion, guys. Sorry, although Mm -hmm. Sam loves to know. And we talked about big sunglasses having their day and they're not as in anymore. I say wear what you want, what looks good on your face, what you like. You know, even if you are wearing something that looks like the hottest mess ever, according to the fashion world, if you feel good in it, you rock it. That's what you're supposed oh, to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, It's true. It's about how you wear it, how you feel in it. Look, I love people that kind of go the opposite of whatever the trends are. Yeah. I think that's bold and fun. It you know, is. We work with somebody down the hall from, from us here, you know? Have you ever noticed that? She's oh, yes. always dressed in sort of like a, a 50s Cartoon kind of a red oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. I mean, uh, just yeah, like, I talk to her in the bathroom all the time. Day in and day out. Yeah. She, and that's her style. It is her style. It's yeah. not fashion. That is style. True. You're right. Okay, Good so point. we said big glasses are out, like slim bl- blazers are being replaced with bigger. So if you like to wear a big jacket blazer sort of thing for ladies, the big ones are back, even mm. the shoulder pads. Oh, um, really? A little bit, yes. Headbands are out and clips are in. But if you look good in a headband, I'm going to say wear it. One of my very best friends looks good in headbands and wears them. Yes, she does. Hmm. I'm trying to picture that. I don't know who that Lisa. is. Oh, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't see Lisa very I much. Know. But yeah, um, you're right. It's yeah. It's a very stylized it, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, High waisted pants are in right now. You've okay. seen them every like yeah. mom jeans are in. For, for women, not men, not men, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Um, Can't get it to fit over this gut. <laughs> apparently in 2023, those are going to be going out again and lower rise, l- mid to low rise. Mm. The first time when low rider jeans were in, I had just had Taylor. Don't low oh, riders lead to muffin tops? Mic drop. That was horrible for me. I was tr- I had a, the, had a C-section and I'm going to try on jeans for the first time after feeling like trying on jeans and nothing would come up high enough oh. and I was devastated and that's when I thought you know what? I'm going to buy the jeans that look good on me. I don't care what's in. It was just hard good. to find yeah. something that was, you know, the fashion, the styles dictate what's on the racks. Mm-hmm. You know, like some of us want all of our shirt with all the crop tops that are in. It's like, yeah. I want a long shirt sometimes. <laughs> Hence, I've had C-sections. <laughs> you know, I uh, was dog sitting uh, my son Sammy and his wife, uh, Melissa's dog, Django, Django. for a mm-hmm. few days. Now, they came and picked Django up yesterday with my grandson, Hollis. <clears throat> oh, so you had him for uh, an extended week. Yes. And- yes. Okay. And uh, while they were there, they, they brought me back something. And it That's was nice. an R2-D2 golf ball. Well, that's cute. They went and played some putt putt where they went, and that's they cute. had regular little, you know, blue, yellow, green balls. But they also had some of these fancy ones. That's so cute. They got me one, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And so I went and I grabbed a putter, and I was showing Hollis, you know, putting. And and he was like, "I, I want to do it." Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Come here!" And so we went, and I went in my storeroom. I said, "Look at these! All my golf clubs." I said, "I got a whole bunch of these." Yes. And then he used the words that. Melt your heart. Oh. Can I have one? Oh. And one so, golf club? Yeah. 
<laughs> and so I pulled out. I still have, I don't have my all my clubs. I still have my putter from my first set of golf clubs when I was like 10. Yes. Mm-hmm. And? and I was like, here, you can have this one. Uh, I had another one, but it's like, you know what? I'll give him this. That's the one. He can hopefully take care of it <clears throat> and not hit rocks with it and stuff. And so we brought it out and I gave him a, a sleeve of golf balls and mm-hmm. he was playing away. And I was like, you can keep that. And then I told Sammy and Melissa, I was like, this is my putter from when I was a kid. <clears throat> it's important, but not important. I mean, give it to him. Giving I don't it want, to him. I, is... I don't want it back. He can have it if he's going to play with it and use it because you never know what it's going to be. It could right. wind up in the corner after he got home. And, sure. and, and they're good with you giving him a swingable golf ball. Right, huh? something hard. <laughs> once like I gave it, it's not my problem. Yeah. Although Hollis was, uh, he must have swung it around a bit at the putt putt place because mm-hmm. he kept repeating that you got to watch that you don't hit anybody. Oh, sweet. Well, see, that's good. He's a good listener. I didn't ask, oh, really? Why? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that's yeah, cool. so he has my childhood putter. And so, so how old is he? Three and a half. Wow. Yeah, yeah so by the way, it, obviously it was taller than he is, so yeah. he was having trouble holding it. And, well, as he gets older, mm. you'll be able to explain to him yeah. the significance of that that yeah. he has. I yeah. really, I, I wanted, when he was holding the putter, I, I felt like, no, the, the correct grip is, and it's like, no, nope, let it go. Three this and a half. This is cute. I am doing something this weekend that I don't think I've ever done before. Okay, Sam. Mm. Oh. So we know it's not marriage. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, but seriously. <laughs> uh, my oldest son, Sammy, asked me to come over and cook okay, one of well, my dishes, not one of his. And I think So I think it's like a, he, he wants, wants to see how it's done. He wants to know how to cook it. Yeah, well, he texted me that he says, you know, I haven't been in the kitchen and cooked with you since I was a kid. Oh, cute. So uh, he wants to, to do it. And I was like... Yeah, that's great. Are you great. flattered? You should be flattered. Yeah, that's I good. am. Because usually when, you know, I've taught him how to cook stuff via phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same thing with his brother, Will. I've done via phone. So Like you're on the phone and talking to them Yeah, or it. sending oh. them pictures of this is what it should look Ooh, like. This is interesting, though. Wow. How will you behave? Because, wow. Oh, in that's the, right. Oh, oh, Sam. I imagine being in the kitchen with you and you teaching something, but not letting the person do it. Yeah, you would you're right. want to do everything. Yeah. I'm Have you thought be, about that? I'm going to be telling him the whole time what he's doing wrong. No, no, no. Well, well that's the way to encourage him. <laughs> no, this is your warm up. Okay, so. You <laughs> not need to, the wrong knife. No, that need, pot's too big. You need, <laughs> you need to instruct, but let him do it. To truly learn something, he has to have his hands on it and do it himself. Yeah, well, first of all, I need to find out if that's what he wants. Sure. If he just wants to watch me do it so he gets an idea or to he wants me happier. to go, hey, here it is. I'll yeah. guide you along the way. And then, you know, when you get farther down that path, the weird thing is even though you're right there to teach him how to do it, when he goes to do it himself, it may not taste the way that you do it. Yeah. Isn't that weird how that works? Where you can be shown. My grandmother yeah. did that a long yes. time. Same thing. I, I think you said the same thing with your mom and fried yes. chicken. My grandmother could make mm-hmm. fried chicken in a cast iron skillet, mm-hmm. and it was awesome, and I could never duplicate yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I don't get it, because it's like you go step by step by step by step. Right. But my, my mom was always, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you to put that <laughs> That's <in."> about <laughs> Well, thanks. Well, that's about technique, being that kind of cook yeah. myself. Yeah. It's hard for me to even articulate how I do some things. I just do them without yeah. thinking. That's why it happens. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to be teaching him, teach him with the thought in the back of your mind so that, that he can do it without you. Don't fish for him. Teach him how to fish. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Remember earlier this week, guys, we were talking about um, telling you about the TSA 
list of things you can and cannot bring through airport security um, regarding Thanksgiving food because people Hmm. bring food. Leftovers. They try to bring leftovers home on airplanes. I would have never thought about restrictions at all on that, honestly. But all of our Thanksgiving travel has always been in the car. We've never really done air travel on, on Thanksgiving. Although we don't bring food either. We eat it. And what's left is left in, in our relative's hey, fridge. Well, yeah, the Thanksgiving trip one time was when Murphy stopped and got the whole thing of chicken, remember? Oh, that's right. Fried chicken, oh, gas right. station well, chicken. you know what? They were 15 minutes from closing. They had a lot of chicken to get rid of, Sam. And you know what? For two fifty, about <laughs> you know, and ten pieces of chicken, I couldn't pass that deal up. <sighs> what's cute is that you didn't even ask. This lady was like, hey. You want some chicken? Yeah, she did. <laughs> I'm closing. I'll give it. You know. It felt like it had been sitting there. All, like that chicken was not. Okay, so it, it, it did taste a little like it had been there all day. Anyway. Yes, it did. Apparently, people bringing food leftovers through TSA is a thing, and we didn't understand it. We're like, what? Dwayne says, he sent us a message. The food versus TSA conversation. College students taking home leftovers is a biggie oh, for them. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes Dwayne, sense. that yeah. does make sense. That's like taking a piece of home back with you yeah, to right. a dorm. Now I understand. Yeah, but it's so, but the only restriction really is like cranberry sauce or liquid. Things, Liquids, right? like people are trying to bring gravy. That's a no-no. <laughs> cranberry sauce is going to drip is a no-no. I'm yeah. sure. Sorry, sir. We're going to have to confiscate your barrel of gravy. <laughs> if you wrap up turkey correctly, or even dressing, or you know stuffing, and you push it through there they're gonna let it go okay speaking of food let's move on we had posted on our facebook page and instagram and you can check it out how to bake bacon in the oven make bacon in the oven it's oh yeah the best it's my favorite way to make bacon it takes a long time doesn't it too long i have a question too too, about that post in the picture yes you said put it on parchment paper but in the picture it's on uh i know a rack so you can do either way you can do either way you put it on a rack and let it drip or you can put it straight on parchment paper i've done it both ways it all works paper doesn't burn no, that's what parchment paper is for. You bake cookies on it, you can do anything on it. Okay. By the way, Doug says bacon is the duct tape of the food world. Whenever mm. people want something to taste better, they usually add bacon. Yeah. 100% true. Yeah. Thank you, Doug. We love hearing from you. What little and big things are you um, grateful for right now? I almost said interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful it's for interesting Friday. <laughs> it's grateful Friday. So join us anytime. We like to hear about your life. 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Joyce? I just called to say what I was thankful for. Okay, okay. go ahead. I, I feel like I'm on an award show because I got to do it really fast. No, but. you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I am so thankful for my family. Mm-hmm. I love dearly. And my job, and my church, and my friends, mm-hmm. I I feel blessed every single day mm-hmm. when I wake up. That's lovely. And just yeah, to and know my it. husband, mm-hmm. he had a cardiac arrest in 2020, mm-hmm. and he survived that. And mm-hmm. not only that, but we had a neighbor see him go down in the yard, mm-hmm. and they ran over and gave him CPR and <gasps> saved his life. Whoa. And I am thankful to that neighbor every day. I just look at my husband and think how very blessed I am. It's just, I'm very blessed. Were you already close to that neighbor or was it just? Um, It was somebody we said hi to and we're friendly with, but Mm. not close. 
No. That's crazy. And, you know, it was already the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even think about COVID. Right. He just started giving him CPR. Yeah. yeah. And I was just amazed at that. Like, he didn't think about himself at all. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm. Now he's probably very close, right? You're very close with him. Yes. No kidding. I told him, I said, I would buy you a house and a boat if I could. Yeah. <laughs> There's just no way to repay that. Right. Yeah. That is lovely. I love this, Joyce. And you did... Um, an Academy Award winning version. <laughs> so the yeah. Oscar goes to Joyce. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you guys for having such a wonderful show. I love listening to it. Uh, we appreciate the call. Grateful Friday. Little and big things that you're grateful for. It's just a good habit to get in to start your day with that. And you can always tell us yours. 877-310-4MSJ. Happy Friday. Uh, when you go into the weekend, if there's anything you missed, you can always catch up. The Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast is an easy and free way to do that. And uh, every every week, of course, we also do, um, every day, we do an episode of After the Show. <laughs> it's a lot. You get confused, it don't is. you? It is. There's a lot going on. Um, okay, so this weekend, Murphy and I, in fact, today, we're leaving to go out of town. We're going to spend some time with some friends, another couple. Yeah. And um, Another couple of what? <laughs> <laughs> um. And so we're going on a weekend getaway, and it's a friend of ours, and he got remarried about a year ago. We've not met the new wife yet, so mm-hmm. that's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Um, and I'm so I'm bringing a gift. Yeah, you know me. I feel like they're letting us stay with them, and there's a new wife in the in his life. So we're I'm bringing a gift that doubles as a congratulations and thank you for having us. Oh, okay. sort of gift. Yeah, and um. I'm. I'm. Don't. I want your advice, Sam. Me? Should. Yeah. Oh. If I if I wanted Murphy's, I would have already asked him. You want to know what? Oh, that's the a gift? good point. No, I've already got the gift all put together. Uh, you know okay. me. It's all wrapped up with a bow. Do we give it upon arrival? Hi. Congrats. Nice to meet you. Here's a wedding gift. Here's a gift. Thanks for having us. Gift. Or do we wait and do the thing when we're leaving on Sunday? Here's your gift. Thanks for having us. Uh, you do it up front. Okay. I would. I mean, because there might be stuff you're giving that you can enjoy through the weekend. Yeah. It's I mean, for them, though. I know it's not, you know, like bottle of wine or if there's some snacks and there stuff. There are some things like that. I know, but I know it's for them, but usually you do something like that, they'll pop it open and say, hey, let's all have some right now. I, I think okay. it. I think it's the nice gesture. I, yeah. I realize you, you didn't ask me last night at home. That's okay. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, I would do it up front. Sure. Sam, I think Sam's right about that yeah. because that it really that sets the tone exactly. for the weekend. And I mean, okay. it really, it's very, you know, they're already inviting and we're showing gratitude and it's, you know. That seems right. It's where I was leaning. However, the first time we ever had my cousins, um, Philip and Crystal and their daughter Addie, stay with us. We finally had a house where we had um, the guest bedroom, remember, and they stayed with us. You know what they did? When they left, and bye-bye, I went into their room, and I was going to grab the uh, sheets and all that and just, you know, tidy back up or whatever. They had left a thank you. For having us. Well, I would. And it was cute. I know you didn't ask this, but I would do that too. I think I might. Have another little small something. I mean, give the big gift and then the little small something with a thank you note. Yep. When you leave. That's so me. Yeah. Okay. Sam, maybe you should come with us. (laughs) Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Ulta. I have unexpected Harry Potter news. Hmm. Oh my goodness. You know, in in a world where we have so many. 
spinoffs. Yeah. Think Star Wars. Prequels, sequels, spinoffs. Prequels and spinoffs. And if it's a world that you liked being in, actor Rafe Fiennes. You guys remember who he played? Mm-hmm. Who? He who should not be mentioned. Voldemort. You can oh, say okay. it. No. Um he played it so well. It was such a scary character on screen. It's the it's the it's the not having a nose thing that always yeah. got kind of got me. And his fingers. Have you ever noticed him holding the wand? His fingers are disgusting. Well, the missing nose with that whole freaky back of the head thing too. That's just one. That was just one movie, Murphy. <laughs> Did he pop out of that dude later? Is that what happened? I don't yeah. know. I did not. It was not a piece of his with... soul. Not, yeah, it's it's a long story. Okay, you'd have to have read the whole series, Murphy. Yeah. More than did the first. Pop out of that dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, actor Ray Fiennes has said when asked, <sighs> would he ever want to portray uh, Voldemort again? And he's like, absolutely, one hundred percent. It's been my favorite. No question about it. I would do it. And the word is that there are apparently some projects in the works for um, J.K. Rowling to write some offshoots, some spinoffs, and why not him? Like Voldemort, family mm. guy? Yeah, <laughs> Voldemort. Here he is with the kids at home. Like the Voldemort. misadventures of Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. The early years. Yeah.